Welcome to the Legal Marketing 101 podcast presented by Rosen Advertising. I'm your host, Toby Rosen. And this week on the podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about automating basic processes in your life. We're going to start with Text Expander and 1Password, and we're also going to talk a little bit about Calendly and Zapier and some of the very basic things you can do with Zapier just to automate people coming from your website, being moved to your newsletter, or, or simple things like that. But let's start with Text Expander. This is one that came to mind because one of my team members a few months ago, we were talking about some basic Chrome extensions. We were talking about a couple of little apps we could use to find out what fonts are on websites and what colors things are on websites and and easily get the hex codes for those colors. And I realized just how many little processes most employees are doing manually. And it's either because they've been told to do it manually or they learned to do it manually or they simply just didn't know that there was a tool out there that could really help them with what they were doing. And Text Expander, I think, is one of these tools that can really speed up time for a lot of tasks online. A lot of tasks in email, in CRMs, in other data entry tasks. Text Expander is really, really good for speeding up those tasks. So the easiest way that I recommend using Text Expander, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit of insight into how I run my system with it. Basically, what I do is I save most of the snippets I need for everyday emails. And because I'm not an attorney, I don't have a huge number of forms or template emails or long document request emails that I need to send, but a lot of the attorneys I work with do. And Text Expander can be a really, really powerful tool for preparing those. I've put a couple of links in the show notes for advanced tips on Text Expander. What I really want to talk about is some of the cool tools we can use or the cool ways we can use Text Expander to automatically fill out things that need variables or fill out things that have links and keep track of things that you need to send regularly. So I personally use it for a couple of specific things. I use it for intros and thank yous at the end of emails. I use it for form replies to new contact requests or new service requests. And I use it a lot for my calendar link. So I took a short link for my calendar and I saved it into text expander under the command zcal. So anytime I'm in a Slack message or I'm in an email or anywhere on my computer and I need to send somebody my calendar link, all I have to do is type zcal and then they have my calendar link so that they can book with me. And we'll talk a little bit about Calendly in just a second and some of the ways that that can speed up your, your day. But with Text Expander, it's really great for having all of those things that don't really change or maybe they change a little bit depending on who you're sending them to. They might have a variable or a couple of variables, but Text Expander can hold the bulk of that text so you don't have to go around and look for it, copy it from somewhere and paste it into an email or Slack message. You can just type your hot command and have the text go straight into your email or message. Now, that's not a particularly advanced way to use Text Expander. There's a huge amount of advanced information we can get, and I've posted some of that in the show notes. There's a lot you can do with nested snippets. There's a lot you can do with different features on your Mac or on your Windows computer. And the beauty of Text Expander is that you can extend this pretty much infinitely. So every time we have a new form or we have a link to a form or a link to a payment, we can save that link or we can save that information in Text Expander and easily call it in a few keystrokes. Text Expander isn't something where we're going to make a huge amount of gains instantly. And in fact, it takes a little bit of time to get set up, but it is something where both we're getting marginal gains and in these cases where for attorneys, we have long form emails or we have long document request emails, we can actually save a huge amount of time pretty much immediately. Even if they still need a few variables filled in, having that information set up in Text Expander, so you call it with that hotkey reference and have it show up in your email immediately, that can save minutes or you know 20 or 
or 30 seconds, and that adds up a huge amount when we're doing it two or three times a day, several days a week, or something that's even every day, like signing your name at the end of an email. So that's why I really like Text Expander because it's something that it's not particularly complex, it's not a crazy idea, and it's not really hard to wrap your mind around, but it can immediately save that little bit of marginal time, and over time, we're getting minutes or hours over months or years, and that time is definitely valuable. Next on the list, we have 1Password. This is sort of something I really see as a, a good companion to Text Expander because ultimately, my goal is to type as little as possible. Anytime I can work with a system that's gonna help me type less, I'm gonna do my best to get that integrated into my workflow. And 1Password is amazing for my workflow. It helps me with all of my passwords, obviously. And I should say that LastPass is also a great option. I'm personally a 1Password user. I like the interface. I've used LastPass. It does the job. It's encrypted. It's safe. Personally, I just like 1Password. But 1Password can save all of this information that I need, not just identity information, password information, but it can save credit card information, it can save other encrypted notes that I need to save, and I can use it to share that information with my team. So we can set up vaults where we share them with particular members of the team so that they have access to the accounts they need to access. So not only does this vastly speed up my workflow, it eliminates problems with sharing passwords and saving passwords, and it eliminates any risk of exposing a password over email or exposing it over a messenger. We can put everything directly into one password and we make sure that our client's passwords are securely stored and encrypted in our system. Like Text Expander, one password is not one of those things that's going to immediately yield a ton of gains for you. It's something that takes a little bit more time. It's a marginal gains type product, but it is a really great way to stay organized. And over time, it saves a huge amount of headache. Next on the list is Calendly. And if you've worked with me or you know me, you'll know I love Calendly. It saves me so much time and it just relieves a lot of problems with scheduling things, especially with the time zone that I'm in. It makes my life so much easier. So Calendly is, is something that most people are familiar with. It's a calendar scheduling service where you can provide a link to clients or potential clients, and they can book a time on your calendar. Reserve it directly through the Calendly app, and it'll send notifications to you or integrate with the services you need to record conversions, record information, basically whatever you need it to do. But the real beauty of Calendly, and I think this isn't something that that can be overstated is that it makes scheduling easier. No longer do you have to go back and forth over email for three or four emails about when we will have the meeting, which in the U.S. is often much easier than it is when you're based outside of the U.S. like I am. But I simply just don't have the luxury of communicating during the day with clients and figuring out when we'll have our meetings. It's just not something that I'm able to do given my time zone. So having Calendly makes it infinitely easier for me to say, okay, if you want to book a call, here's my calendar link. Pick any time that's suitable to you. So for my purposes, it's incredibly, incredibly useful, but it's also really powerful for teams as well. Calendly offers features like round-robin scheduling, where you can have new events be automatically distributed to whichever relevant staff member you want them distributed to, and they have integrations with pretty much everything. So wherever you end up integrating Calendly into your workflow, you'll be able to either integrate directly with Calendly in your other systems, whether that's Slack or Analytics or a CRM system, but you can also integrate through Zapier. So if you're not able to do a direct native integration with Calendly, you should be able to get that information moved around with Zapier. 
And that really leads us to our final point here, which is Zapier. Zapier, I'm sure most of you know it, it is an incredibly powerful tool for automation. And we're not going to talk through all of the options that we have today. We're just going to talk a little bit about Zapier in concept and how Zapier can be used to automate daily processes. Things like text expander, things like sending out a Calendly link, but these really basic things that we can use just to speed up processes just a little bit and save a little bit of time each day. So Zapier, like I said, it can do pretty much anything. There are a couple of ways that you can improve customer service in your practice and make sure that you're getting much better engagement with potential clients. The first one on my list is moving all your contacts, anybody who comes through your contact form, anybody who comes into your CRM, Clio, etc., moving them over to your newsletter. Zapier can do that. So whenever a new contact is created, essentially what you want to do is set up a trigger for any new contact in your preferred system, and then move them over to your newsletter list in the action step. It's usually pretty easy if you're working with MailChimp or ActiveCampaign or a similar email system. All you really need to do is add that user to a new list or add another tag to that user. And then in your email system, you'll typically be able to either already have them in your newsletter list or set up an automation in your system so that they get moved to your newsletter list. But Zapier can do tons and tons of things. If you have clients sending you documents via email that need to go straight into Google Docs or Dropbox or Microsoft's Drive system, you can have a Zapier automation that pulls any files that are pulled from your system or pulled from a specific email address and send them right to the folder. And this can be duplicated with other Zapier steps that automate the creation of that automation. So we can get automations on top of automations. But there's a lot of things. Some of the easiest things we can do with Zapier are pulling from RSS feeds and posting to Facebook or Twitter or creating new project management cards in Trello from notes you're taking in other systems or collecting feedback from particular forms and adding it, let's say, to a Google Sheet or taking taking new contacts from your CRM system and adding them to a Google Sheet for a quick review. Zapier is a really powerful tool for connecting pieces of software on the web that don't have native connections with each other. From a development standpoint, creating those native connections can be really, really time consuming. And so Zapier fills this gap where they are able to connect with an API from one service and an API from another service. And then we can make those two services talk to each other. I'll put a link to a Zapier article about some of the best automations or the most popular automations that you can use to automate things like moving MailChimp subscribers to Google Sheets or getting notifications in Slack for particular events or particular actions, let's say in Google Sheets or in your CRM. But Zapier is definitely something we're going to talk about more on this podcast. If you have any specific questions about things you would like to do with Zapier or things you would like to know are possible, please shoot me an email at contact at rosenadvertising.com. That's all for the episode today. Next week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about automation, and we're going to be talking more about all things marketing. Again, if you have any questions, please send them to contact at rosenadvertising.com. That's the episode for this week. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Legal Marketing 101.